Welcome to Judaism in the 21st Century, the podcast that explores issues we face in life and how we can better deal with them with lessons rooted in Judaism. I'm your host, Stephen Lapkoff, and my co-host with me every week is Rabbi Daniel Cohen from Congregation Agudah Shalom in Stanford, Connecticut. Welcome aboard, and let's get to it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first podcast of Judaism in the 21st Century. Um, my name is Steve Lapkoff, and I'm here with my colleague, Rabbi Daniel Cohen from Congregation Agudah Shalom in Stanford, Connecticut. And we're going to have a conversation about a number of topics, and um, we'll get into what those topics will be in just a second. Rabbi, you want to give a quick introduction to yourself and your background, and then I'll do a show after you. Sure. One of my first claims to fame is that I'm a friend of Steve Lapkoff, so that's always good. <laughs> um, I enjoy learning with you and really appreciate this opportunity to have a conversation. Um, I've been in the rabbinate for about 30 plus years, currently serving as the rabbi in Ugarach Shalom for about 18 and, uh, you know, deeply committed to finding ways to make a connection for people, uh, to make Judaism and faith real in their lives. Um, and I thank God blessed with a wife, uh, six kids, number of son-in-laws, grandchildren, and uh, very much always looking as you are to anticipate opportunities for impact and very grateful for this uh, a chance we have to engage in a meaningful conversation. Great. Thank you. And for the audience, my name, I'm Steve Lapkoff, as I said. My background is uh, much different than Rabbi Cohen's. I'm a physician by training. I grew up as a Reformed Jew in Northeast Philadelphia. Uh, I came around and entered more of a conservative lifestyle later in life. And upon marrying my wife, uh, who happens to be Israeli, she told me she only could get married by a, a um, an Orthodox rabbi. And that's when I started to really interact with Rabbi Cohen uh, at the time of our wedding. And then I started to take some uh, classes with him around, uh, around the Torah. Uh, he has a class that meets every Thursday evening, and it runs for roughly an hour. And the focus of that meeting is generally about the week's Parsha and about what the lessons of that week's Torah portion happen to be. But I come to the, those lessons, and I'm always looking for ways of connecting it, not to the past. I look for how to connect the lessons of the Torah to our present and how to make those lessons real in the world of today, which kind of leads us to why we're starting this podcast in the first place, because I had some questions which always... I always toss to rabbi into the crowd at that at that class, which are how do these rules, how do these laws, how do this way of living, how does it, um, how is it relevant to us today? How do we make it relevant to us today? And can it be relevant to us today in the face of how the world is morphed and grown? And you know, is the Torah? a living document or is it a document that's pegged to when it was written 2000 plus years ago and how do we interpret things with that lens so that's the kind of the the the, the framework that we're going to be working on in this podcast do you want to add any comments to that sure i would i mean one of the uh nice things about our uh, setting together on thursday nights is i always know that it's important to say okay so what does this have to do with me today because, you know, it's easy to uh, explore the nuances in the text. But at the end of the day, I believe, and many others, the Torah, it's not a document, this is important, that's like constantly changing, but it's a living document in a sense that it's as applicable to humanity as it was 3,300 years ago when it was given. 
and even more so in the year 2023. The challenge we have oftentimes is to take a document which made us seem like a book of stories and history and actually recognize that there is divine wisdom that can help me navigate a world that is more confusing than ever, that fills people with a sense of despair and uh, ambiguity about what is right and what is wrong to help have us almost like a, a, a touchstone or a North Star that we can look to for guidance. Um, that's really the way that I was raised. I mean, my, my, my father, he should me well, and my mother, blessed memory, always wanted to give me a sense that, you know, I grew up, by the way, in, in Atlanta and Coca-Cola was the real thing. You know, we didn't drink Pepsi in Georgia, but there was a uh, logo that said Torah is the real thing. Like, in other words, <laughs> and I had a, you know, same logo. And that's really what this is all about. Like, don't just look at it as something maybe I studied for a bar mitzvah or I got connected with at a wedding or maybe I'm not even that faith. But, you know, we have a gift and that gift is not the opinion pages uh, on your local newspaper, but a, a transcendent text that I think can help us navigate um, uh, uh, challenges in life and also make our life more purposeful and meaningful. So, you know, it's it's really well said. My my reason for even getting into this has been like, when I read some of these lessons I, over the past several years since I've been in this class with you, I've been really impressed. And it's something that was a sort of an aha moment that not only does the Torah seem to have... Um, lessons that are relevant today it takes sometimes work to sort of pull them out but mm -hmm. it also seems to do so in a way that is uh, geared towards um telling a, a long-term story about the evolution of of laws and society and how you know from my perspective i've sort of seen how uh, the torah seems to start with obviously the very the creation story which has some very simplistic um uh laws or not laws but um lessons it's trying to get across one of which is you know be kind to your brother and how that story of being kind to your brother seems to be re resonate through the first several uh major biblical stories in the torah and how as you go through the stories into the life of of moses and throughout the lessons get more complex and the com and the complexity gets uh you know grows and and the story as you read it sort of evolve and the, and the complexity of those lessons really becomes, in, from where I've been sitting and learning, um, how it changes into a not a rule book, but sort of a lesson book and how to live life mm -hmm. in, a, in a way where life is the focus as opposed to other things. Where how do you live in a civil society and keep everybody from killing each other and not, not even tongue in cheek, literally, the lessons in the Torah, if you abide by them. Um, give you a formula, if not a rubric, for being able to maintain that kind of civil society. And it was written 3,300 years ago, and I've been impressed as to just how much wisdom is actually there when, you know, if you look at the world through the lens of today, um, sometimes people get a little hubris. They think that we're the smartest generation, that we are the ones who, because we can put a man on the moon or because we can put a a satellite out beyond the solar system, that we are smarter and more insightful than those that came before us. And in point of fact, we may be among the least insightful of, of generations. If you look back at the Torah and look at some of the lessons, if you can un, you know understand them. What do you think about uh -oh. that? Well, I think you're right on the mark. I'll give you an example of something we may touch on in another, another show, which is 
the balance between uh, believing and thinking that more education and simply a greater sense of advancement leads to a more ethical society. Uh, that's really one of the cross currents that's in the Torah, because oftentimes a person may get a sense of hubris. I can build my skyscraper. I can get a man to the moon. I am in control. But the reality is, is that when you look at the very beginning of the book of Genesis, God really tries to um, uh, create two polar ideas that are important for mankind. We are created with intellect. We are created with the ability to harness technology and our knowledge to improve the world. If you think about all the advancements, whether it's in health or science, it's amazing. Uh, people could only dream of this years ago. That's great. At the same time, we also have to maintain a sense of what's truly important. There's a story in the Torah that talks about the Tower of Babel, which to me is a great metaphor. And you think, oh, a Tower of Babel? Okay. You're like, what, what's, the, what's the relevancy? Well, here's the relevancy. It talks about a group of people who were able to build this huge skyscraper as an affront to God. And the story goes is that, you know, they didn't, by the way, have, uh, have protections for, for the construction sites back then, but it says that if a person fell off the sky, this big building, they didn't shed a tear. But if they lost a brick, it was devastating for them. And the point that's being made here is they lost a sense of what really it means to make an imprint on the world. It's not about building a better tower, but it's really about creating a world in which, yes, let's use that technology in a positive way, but never lose sight of the humanity of each individual. Um, and we have to have that, have that sorts of balance. So you think about the world today, it needs more humility, the ability to listen to others, the ability to find the face of God in another human being doesn't mean to push technology away, but always do it with a sense of um, uh, of, of humility and, and grace as well. Well, you know, it's really funny that you you started off with Babel as um, as I was sitting here taking notes just to add to the comments. Um, I actually jotted down Babel as as the next thing to bring up, and you brought it up before I had a chance to say it. Because I, to me, it seems to me that, you know, I, I always strive, as you know, to find relevance in the stories and how to bring it to today. And it struck me that the lesson of Babel is 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 nicely illustrative of this whole concept of, you, you know, human hubris versus, you know, having a respect for a higher being or having, and in this case, a respect for each other. Because to your, to that story, not your story, but to that story, the, the issue is really they lost the ability to sort of care for each other in the face of their level of technology. And as they did that, their society eventually became fragmented and scattered uh, in that case due to language being scattered. But if you think about things today, it, it's actually, it feels to me that there's uh, some really interesting commonalities to that story and what we're living through. And this will be the topic of some other podcasts down the road. We have a laundry list of many different topics that um, we'll be talking about. And they range in things from what does Judaism say about anger management and mental health and drug abuse and gambling and birth control and gun control. What does it say about raising children, uh, the timeliness of wisdom? These are some of the things that we have on our, in our to-do list. And by the way, if you're listening and want to contact us and let us know your thoughts of other topics that might be good subject matter for this by all means we'll at the end of this we'll give you a an email address where you can 
uh, put that in and send it to us. Um, but at the end of the day, this is this is exactly how I'm trying to put my understanding together after all the three years of classes with you and sort of see the world. No, you're, you're laughing, but I, I really have been trying to figure out the structure of how this fits into my life personally. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. There's a phrase that says in Ethics of Our Fathers, you know, we learn the most from our students. And I'm honored to consider you, you know, someone that I've studied with for a number of years because, you know, there are things, and this, by the way, is also related to what we just said, is that, you know, it says in Ethics of Our Fathers, and this is a reminder, a relevant reminder for all of us, who is wise? One who learns from everybody. Imagine if that was the perspective of people today. That even, you know, that I'm open to hearing another opinion. It's not a matter of what his stat, oh, he doesn't have a doctorate. He probably doesn't know what he's done. That's not true. There can be wisdom that emerges from people. And having, again, that humility to learn and to create a moment of self-reflection that says, you know what, this might have been my assumption, but I'm now willing to hear another opinion and not judge you in a negative way and not be judgmental, but really willing to hear you is another to me um, wonderful fresh perspective that the world that world could use today. It would eliminate a lot of you know the polarization, the demonization, and hopefully um, uplift everybody by understanding that we need, don't need to agree, but we need to disagree agreeably, as opposed to uh, diminishing somebody because they may not have an opinion uh, that we uh, that we agree with. Well, that speaks to what our next podcast is going to be about, which is living in this world of social media um, today and how that affects uh, our lives, how we live in it as Jews or as, you know, we can even expand well beyond Judaism. And this podcast is frankly not necessarily meant to just take a Jewish perspective. It will at times touch on other religious perspectives. We may bring in guests from other religions to have their, their opinions into this podcast because it strikes me that the concept of having a religion is, you know, you may not agree about each of the tenets of the religion, but ultimately these religions are about ways of keeping their communities whole and keeping their communities together and how to get them to survive for the long haul. Because I think it's pretty clear that in, in the absence of religion, um, bad things tend to happen. Uh, and it's really funny. Sometimes I wonder if that aspect of religion, if it means a true belief in an, an, in an uber being or is it a belief in following the rules of your religion if only to make sure that your community is intact and keeps itself from killing itself um and this will touch another podcast that we'll get to down the road around gun control because with what the issues we're seeing today you know if people had the thinking of a higher being or a higher cause and they were thinking about the respect of their fellow man we might not be having a discussion about gun control today. It might not have to even be in that the concept of having a gun might be just to go target practice and it's no big deal. But today people have lost so much in terms of their ability to respect how others think and behave and live that they're picking up guns at the drop of a hat and they're slaughtering each other. And I don't know what the what that means in context of these all these different people who are having these mass shootings. And what it means in terms of were they religious people or were they not? I would be really surprised if, to find out if they were truly deep religious people in most cases. 
Um, yeah. I don't think most religions speak to that kind of human to human hatred. Uh, the morality of our society, uh, the respect that people have for one another and um, you know, the road back, I think, to creating more ethical, moral society is not simply more laws. They're, they're, I'm sure the laws always need to be tweaked and evolved, but also by hopefully cultivating a sense that um, I need to answer to a higher authority. And that's certainly a very um, prevalent and significant theme in the Torah. So this is sort of the backdrop of how we're going to start this podcast. We're going to call this episode, uh, we're going to wrap this episode up. But you've sort of heard the basis and the thesis for what we're trying to get at, uh, practical views on how these lessons apply today, not necessarily only from the Jewish, with a Jewish lens, sometimes from a multi-religious lens, but ultimately to sort of put context to what these lessons and laws that are out there for over 3,000 years, how can they be brought forward in a way that is tangible, real, and uh, addressable to us in the 21st century. Rabbi, I'm going to say thank you for today's uh, for today's podcast. Thank you for the opportunity. And we'll be back next week with our next edition. And that's going to be focusing in on, um, on social media and the role that social media is playing and how that applies in, in the, the, in the world and how we can look at it with, a, with this religious lens. Thanks so yeah. much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for Judaism in the 21st Century, a weekly podcast that focuses in on life and how to interpret it with a lens on Judaism. This has been Stephen Lapkoff and Rabbi Daniel Cohen, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.